0: All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Red X's Stability and Opportunity Series. We have made some big moves here to bring you content, to bring you experts, to bring you agents who are active, out there, getting listings, setting appointments, calming their clients, these circumstances and conditions, and we going to take the time now to make sure that you feel connected to something, that you're not alone, and that there is hope there is business, that there are activities that you can do now to keep you and your business going and growing. And today we have Juan Romero, who is an agent, as you can see right now on the video, starting to get ready to jump on this. He's live out doing work, doing business, and he's got some interesting things he's gonna bring to us as uh, we get today's episode going. If you missed yesterday's, we had the amazing Jay Kinder who has been in the business for over 20 years, coached to thousands of agents, uh, an expert in marketing. And so we haven't. if you haven't yet checked out yesterday's episode, you can go to stability-opportunity-series to look at all the episodes. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can look into our YouTube video playlists, and you can find yesterday's episode. Click around and uh, see what's going on there. Uh, also, uh, to get notifications when we do new episodes, which we're working on doing almost daily. So we've got back-to-back episodes coming up right now well, with a lot of other amazing agents. And so make sure that you are subscribed to receive these updates at redx.com. Or if you're on YouTube, hit the like and subscribe button so that you can get notifications when we go live. Uh, there's a lot of conversations out there around what can be done, uh, what should be done during these times. And I think a lot of the message that you're going to hear over coming days, and weeks, which I think needs to be repeated, is that this is an opportunity to take advantage of the time we have right now, to talk to our sphere of influence, to talk to our customers, to reach out to potential partners. Uh, in Jay Kinder's case, he has this vendor program that he's run for years and years and years and years that feeds his business business. And reach out to those people who might be locksmiths, to reach out to those lawn care service companies create relationships in a way that you never had the opportunity to do before. Now is that time. And so you would think to yourself, what can I say? What can I do? How can I be valuable now? And to not just wait for things to pass, but to actually be active in your market, active in your area, active in your neighborhoods by coming up with things that are valuable to share, valuable to offer. A lot of times it's going to be virtually, but... Being the local market expert has never been more important and more valuable than it is today. And so, in the next couple of minutes, when one is uh, settled, he's uh, settling into a position right now. He's going to um, finish up some of the work he's doing. He's actually live out there uh, doing listings, sharing um, some of his things that are working in his work world and business right now. And so, uh, I'd like to ask you right now, if you have the time available to sit tight because we're going to be talking about things that really want to help you out over the next coming weeks actually we don't know how long this is going to last so uh, the purpose of this series is really to bring you two things one stability and the next thing opportunity stability because unless you're calm unless you're clear unless you're focused on what you need to do and what needs to be done you can't see the other part the other point of this series this content is the opportunity Uh, like in any market at any time there is always some level of people who are doing business there's always some level of people who need to hear what you need to say and even though that might be smaller than it usually is right now uh, the amount of time you have right now to focus on this has never been larger or bigger and so if you ask yourself well positioning wise which is what every agent's always trying to do How do I become the local market expert? How do I be seen as the expert? What do I need to do and say so people see me as the agent of choice? Those are questions that persist, that are enduring, that don't change regardless of the market conditions, don't change regardless of the economic conditions. There are always people who need to buy and sell and they're always looking to work with the expert who demonstrates their knowledge in advance to build that trust, no like, and trust. It's It's still marketing, it's still positioning, There are still opportunities out there. And if you know what to say and do during these times, when they pass, because they will pass, just like we had World War II, we've had recessions, we've had 9-11, we've had a lot of major events over the course of the last 100 years that challenged the fabric of society, of stability, and we've always come out bigger and better than those other times. So this time is no different than those times. And so by focusing on the principles of positioning, of marketing, message in action, we feel i feel and what i think you're going to discover over the course of this series is that this time is no different in fact this might be the best time because of all the time we have to spend and invest into our relationships and sphere of influence and so instead of doing nothing i feel like what we're about to share what juan's about giving us the thumbs up that he's ready to go he's about to share can do for you and your business so let's bring juan on right now he's in a place where he can talk and uh Juan, thanks so much for joining us today. I know you're busy, you're out there, you're doing things. And so if you could spend a couple of minutes right now telling the audience who you are, what you do, how you do it, a little background so we can catch up to who you are.
1: Definitely. Hello, everybody. I'm Albert. Been doing real estate now for 20 years. This is my 20th year in real estate. So we've had a couple of ups and downs, ups and downs, and you know, we're gonna get every other one, you know. So um First and foremost, hello, stay safe, take care of you and your family, wash your hands, <laughs> be careful. And in all means, you know, social distancing is what everybody's telling you to do. So go ahead and practice that. You know, we can still get on with our everyday lives just as long as you take precautions. So cool. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about your,
0: your area of your specialty. Like what leads, what leads do you work? Because um, I think a lot of agents out there, especially in the Red X community of, uh, of agents, are focused on expires or focused on FSBOs or focused on low cost, no cost, low hanging leads, just listed, just sold geo processing type stuff. And so uh, help us understand what you do so that anybody listening can know what they can learn from you.
1: Well, and you're very opening. I wanted to touch on that. I think you're, you're, you're perfect. hundred percent, right? Right now, during this time that we have, you need to focus on the COI. You need to focus on your past clients. You need to call them, see how they're doing. If you're afraid to give them a call, now's the best time just to say, Hey, I was thinking of you. I hope you and your family are safe. It's an easy, easy, easy open. Uh, You're not looking to to buy that, you know, to sell them something. You're not looking to list their home. You're not talking about real estate. You're just loving on them. You're just actually giving them a phone call, see how they're doing, hope they're well. Hey, stay safe. If you need anything, give me a call. It's real simple. Now's the easiest time to do it.
0: Yeah, you've been in real estate for twenty years, so you probably have a couple of past clients, right? <laughs> a ton of past clients. Yeah, and so yeah. right
1: right now, um, I'm focusing on, and I have never done this, uh, and I, I admit it. And twenty years in the business, I have never done this. I've never focused on my COI up until this year, and a little bit of hmm. the ending of last year. And right now, the majority of my Business because I can track it. I track it with another program. It's it's coming from my COI. It's yeah, coming from it's from my past clients. Uh, so, did you start
0: marketing to or messaging your sphere of influence because of the outbreak, or was it another decision that had you start focusing on it?
1: Another decision. Uh, it was so much potential. Uh, It was something that I I told you again, my 20 year career, I never did. I've never loved on my past clients. Um, So, one thing that I wanted to change coming from the new decade is to start cultivating, start feeding on my past, start, you know, just start, just start loving on them. Pretty much, that's the simplest way I can say is just love on them. Call them, see how they're doing. And you'll be surprised they're, they're, they're not you know, you're thinking in your head, oh my God, I haven't talked to them for two years, three years. Uh, they probably don't even, they know who you are. They love me. And they're like, Juan, I know you're, and I see you on Facebook or I, I see some, some advertisement out there. He goes, but thanks for the call. And they, and they actually, they actually, you know, they do like you. So,
0: so part of what we want to really cover in these, in these videos, in these episodes is uh, what to say and what to do. To the different types of leads, and it sounds like sphere of influence, is something you put, you start to put your attention on, and now like uh, like Zoom stock <laughs> uh, in the stock market, it's one of the few uh, areas where if you put time or money into something, it actually is is, is showing some results. And so, um, help us understand what systems you started to study prior to that allowed you. Um, to cultivate the language of what to say to customers, this past sphere of influence. Um, like what is, what is it that you're saying and uh, what should agents learn from you in
1: this? Okay. So I, um, my buddy has Ninja and I do Tom Ferry. So I took a little bit of both and we we just, we just came up with a simple, simple, just, Hey, uh, one, Thinking about you. We just wanted to see how you were doing. Uh, give me a call. You, know, I mean, if we get a voicemail, we tell them it's, you know, you don't back. We just wanted to see how you were doing. So we just pretty much, I guess, just have a normal conversation like you're calling your mother. That's how I look at it. And I talk to them if I'm calling my mom. So it's a simple conversation. It's nothing crazy, nothing about real estate. Just calling and checking on them. The easiest way I put it is, we're loving on people. We're, we're, we're loving on.
0: Them. I love that. Um, so what percentage of your time right now is focused on what types of leads you've got your sphere of influence, you've got expireds, you've got Fizbo's, you yep. know?
1: So every morning I make my phone calls, it's religious. I mean, that's tell everybody that you got You got to block out the time and make your phone calls. And one way that my, uh, sales and my listings and everything have performed is through red X, uh, we, we scrub everything. We make the phone calls. So X has been a huge part of not only that. One other thing that we're doing this year as well, I want to add this because you guys helped me out a lot on this, was farming. Okay. So so farming, so? you guys. Well, we got that? all the technology. Well, you, you pick a certain uh, area. Okay. So you get the address. You've got the address. And then from there, you can go ahead and go 50 to 100 people out. Um, I started with the... And what I did is I did the everydoor direct, then I used Red X to find all the information needed in every door direct. Because with Red X, you can outline your area on the map, uh, which I did. And I pulled all the information in every door direct. Yeah. um,
0: Seems like you're cutting out a little bit there with uh, the bandwidth. And so maybe one thing that um, if you can hear me really getting into, because we've got a question actually from Jamie who asks asks about prospecting. And if you were on the phone, what would you say to cold calls, to clients? that uh cold calling
1: so so my so when i cold call and and again i teach this to everybody uh our agents at our company everything this is how i do it i mean simple real real simple i i just say hello i ask them their name and it depends on what i'm going for if it's a for sale by owner honestly i shoot for an appointment no matter what i shoot for an appointment not to list not to anything i shoot for an appointment to to view the home so i go in there um what's what, what's her name but but
0: what we're uh, what we're really looking for right now is uh cold calling under these conditions under these circumstances um are you doing it and if you are what are you saying yeah and this is actually a question I, from I, jamie and i'm sure a lot of other agents are jamie asking and thinking this as well
1: yeah so so if it was jamie yep. i'm just like hi jamie this is juan romero with uh, Realty executives how are you today? and 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 we and i just talk to him in normal conversation i say fine uh, you know i hope you're Hope you're uh, doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself. It's just normal conversation. Uh, And then I ask, hey, your property at so-and-so, when's a good time for me to come by to view it? I'm still viewing properties. I mean, I'm still going out and I'm still viewing properties. I uh, I, I mean, I I haven't let this. Matter of fact, I'm looking at this as it's a better opportunity for me to do it because most agents aren't doing it anymore. So they're like, oh. And no one's.
0: And and no one's saying, uh, are you kidding me? Or they're saying, why are you calling no, me? This not is all. nuts.
1: I had a guy who um, was like, man, thank you for calling me. And he he was he just wanted to chat. He he was happy that I called. And I says, cool. So I said, look, I'm gonna drop you a thank you note in the mail. Is this the best address? Is this the best thing for you? Everything. Um, this this wasn't wasn't his primary residence. It was a vacant property. And he he was like, man, you're more than more than welcome to go by and view it whenever you like. So he was actually pretty cool. Very, very receptive for me to call him. He wasn't, oh my God, you're crazy, blah, blah, and None of that. None of that at all. That's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, you're out and about right now. We caught you in the middle of your day. And so yeah. why don't you tell us what you're doing? Where are you coming from? Where are you? And where are you going?
1: Okay. So this is what happened today. Got up this morning, made my phone calls. A lady that's trans. She's going to be moving here to be closer to her daughter. Uh, found some properties that she wanted to look at. So I went out to the house. They were vacant. I did a uh, phone chat video with her, FaceTime. I showed her the properties. Uh, she liked one of them. Writing up an offer, which my assistant is. I'm sorry, not me. But anyway, we're writing up an offer. I get a phone call. One of my rental properties, the water line busted. So places being closed down. Some, some. We were running around Home Depot. Long story short, put on my work clothes. Got a couple of guys to come help me. We're digging up the water line and we're replacing the water line as we speak. That's that's where I'm at right now. I'm at one of my one of my rental properties in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, trying to get things done and 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 uh, you know these guys are. Uh, their work closed down, which most works at most job sites have and everything else. So they're able to come out to me on a, on a moment notice to meet me here to help me get this done. So.
0: That's awesome. And I feel like that's what we're trying to demonstrate here is that, um, with precautions, right. I mean, you know, to sit, sit in your house for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 days, um, who knows how long that's going to be. Nobody
1: knows how long,
0: but to show agents that people still want to do business. Um, that it's possible to get out there. It's possible to take those precautions. And I'd like to share I'd like for you to share with us some of the things that you're doing and talking about doing around open houses and showings that could give some agents some ideas on what else they could do to still be busy and do the normal things they normally do, but now virtually.
1: Yeah, so uh, on open houses, uh, me and my team we're, we're trying to figure out how we can do uh, Facebook live. We're trying to do some some kind of streaming. We're going to see how we can do a uh, virtual open house, which I'm pretty sure are, are trying to do and, and going to do. But we're trying to see which application is going to be best for us. So if anybody has any uh, ideas, I'm open for them. I, like I said, I don't know everything. We're we're learning. We're we're trial and error at this point, like everybody else. So we're trying to see what is the most universal system to utilize. I mean, we got Skype. We got a whole bunch of different applications that we use. We just don't know if if that's going to reach anybody and everybody. So um, this weekend, we're going to try to host a virtual open house live. Yeah.
0: One thing that we've seen work that might work for you guys here at Red X is uh, we've actually s- transitioned to another platform, but one that we previously used, I think could be really good for you and other agents out there as uh, a service called blue jeans, like pants, blue jeans. And uh, if you're logged in to The desktop app of it, it actually, one of the features that we liked the most about it was that it allowed you to simultaneously stream to a Facebook group or your Facebook page. And so, you know, what's the point of hosting something virtually if there's no audience, right? That's kind of the other part of it is you you can stream anything anywhere, but if nobody's watching, then who cares? And so um, one thing that we've liked about BlueJeans is that it has a built-in, when you're using the desktop version of it, uh, option to stream to Facebook. And so if you have a Facebook following or if there's Facebook groups that you're friends with or right, wherever there's or a Facebook event, you can in the selection, choose where you want that stream to go. And that way, when you go live, it will show up there too. And so you might need someone to turn it on, on the desktop. And then you could join as a meeting attendee with your phone. And then that phone, that's part of that meeting can be used as kind of like a virtual camera that you can talk through that then can be streamed. And so I feel like that could be useful. And I haven't seen any other companies offer that. I haven't looked at every other company, but, um, yeah, BlueJeans.com is something that we've used explicitly for streaming to Facebook groups because there's already existing audiences.
1: Nice. No, see, thank you for that. You're
0: welcome. Glad we could uh, help out with that. Actually, we, we learned that from uh, Matt Johnson over at uh, Real Estate Uncensored. Uh, him and Greg McDaniels used that for their whole podcasting platform.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: Blue jeans platform. Uh, yeah. And I so, think there was one other accessory, if you want to call it that, called Live Leap, which lets you push it to like multiple Facebook groups simultaneously. So if you have like a lot of places, there are a fee for these services. They also of them have blue jeans, does have a free trial, uh, but I think it's once afterwards $20 a month, so it's not like ridiculously expensive.
1: Okay, so um, I want to add to you I don't know if anybody's using this, but for my open houses, I utilize Red X as well. So, again, wherever my open house is around my address, I pull 100 ad- addresses and I network with those people as well, letting them know when my open house is, letting them know that we put this property on the market with phone calls, with postcards, and uh, 20 properties, 20 to 30 properties in the immediate area. We'll do a little door hanger, trying to uh, welcome them to the open house. So unfortunately this week we're not doing that um, with all this stuff going on. Uh, Postcards did get sent out. And again, like I said, right now, midstream, we're trying to pivot and see how we can turn this into a virtual open house instead of a uh, uh, live personal one so, thing I'm realizing. We're
0: gonna, we're gonna one thing I'm realizing as I talk to agents every day now about like how they're adapting and adopting what they're currently doing to fit into this market conditions, I realize is that what are the current things that are already being done? That then how can you essentially adapt those to work right now? And maybe we could spend this time and maybe some of these sessions turn into essentially brainstorming sessions. Right? Like let's look at what you're doing. Let's try. See if we can find options to adapt and come up with ideas because nobody has a playbook for this. We're all inventing this right now as we speak, and so maybe through these sessions, you and I can come up with things that benefit everybody who's watching them.
1: Correct. Well, it's a good time to work on your automated systems as well. I don't know if you guys use uh, in your in your you know your um, your COIs, CRMs you're using for your COI, but now it's time to tweak those those automated systems that are going on. Cause if anybody doesn't have their business automated, you're not going to be able to do too much business.
0: Well, what do you have? That's automated. What speak to your systems then?
1: Well, so my system that I use right now, I, we use lion desk. So LionDesk desk is the one that I feel comfortable with sending out text message, video emails, uh, emails. That's one right now that, that has everything in one is LionDesk desk for me. And, and it's going through its, uh, upgrading period right now, but LionDesk is one I'm currently using and utilizing.
0: Okay, and so if, I think what, like a marketing platform or messaging platform, whether it's a text message, an email, a postcard, uh, what it says is the most important thing. So is this relevant to what the consumer needs to hear right now? And under normal circumstances, if it was an expired or a FSBO, you'd say this and this. Um, Are there things that you're thinking about, talking about, or hearing that, um, you know, you would modify in those texts, in those emails that you feel could or are helping your business stay busy?
1: Well, I I haven't got anything yet. Like I said, we just experienced it this week on shutdowns, most things shutting down. But yeah, I mean, we can definitely uh, go in and tweak things with that. I mean, everything... Again, it's set up in systems and you push the button and it starts sending out text messages, emails. So we can definitely tweak that as we go. So yes, but have I come up with any wording and all that other stuff? No. The only thing I can tell you is that we did send out um, an email just addressing the coronavirus and a couple of tips and stuff. And I've already gotten a ton of response back from my people saying, oh, thank you, uh, yeah. Stay safe. You know, hope all is well. So it, again, it wasn't a phone call; it was an email. But they actually responded, and it was it, it's awesome. Like they're saying, "Okay, Juan, Juan's still doing his thing, right on. He's healthy, and thank you for the tips."
0: Was the email something like, "Hey, it's Juan. Let you know I'm busy. I'm staying active. Just wanna just thinking about you at this time. And here are some things I've learned about the coronavirus that might help you as well. I mean, what was the, what was the content of that email?"
1: Pretty much, pretty, pretty much just like that. Just letting them know that, hey, do the addressing concerns, we're still going to be open. We're here for you. Uh, let us know if you have anything and then a couple of quick tips. You know, wash your hands for X amount of seconds, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, try to limit yourself from going to social gatherings of, of 50 or less people. Uh, try to stay six feet away, if possible, at a grocery store. So just things that are already out there. We're just readdressing with them, with our clients. Uh,
0: we got a question in from Pat. It was kind of a couple of conversations ago for you and I, and so I'm going to try to rewind us back to see if we can get into the context of uh, answering it. She asks, do you say anything about the virus? And so I'm thinking she's asking while you're prospecting or cold calling, do you bring that up at all, or do you just like normal script? hi. You know, uh, you know,
1: you know, no, I, right? I, I is, is
0: there any modification to your script? Because it's you said you're busy, you said people are answering and picking up and talking to you, and so are you just going on uh, business as usual, not even bringing that up?
1: Only if they bring it up, so I don't bring it up, but um, I, I do make so. One guy told him, Hey, how you holding up at home? <laughs> you know, like, right? Are, are you, are you, are you on lockdown? You know, um, thank you for picking up. Are you Are you home today? Are you work? You know, obviously you're not at work. You have so. I always start off with a question to where I figure out where they're at, what they're doing. So this particular guy was home. Uh, He was like, "Yeah, no, you know, I'm an engineer. I work from home. Cool." So, I I I guess every phone call for me is different, and I I hate to say that I I follow a script, but it's sort of like a it's going to be an opening script and then from there i get a feel of the, of the person uh i try to match their energy if they're like hey how you doing then i'm hey how you doing if he's hey what's up then i'm like oh hey did i catch you at a bad time so i try to my initial i try to match them so if they're upbeat i'm upbeat if they're low i'm like oh i'm sorry did i catch you at a bad time do you have a minute so i does that make sense
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if because you've been prospecting and going literally business as usual with just some slight variations, which is part of what we're trying to hear and understand is how are agents, what are they doing? What are the different perspectives? Maybe you and I could reenact a couple of those calls that you've made. And so uh, to kind of give a sample example. um, So like real quick, though, before
1: we do move on, I do want to say this right now, because night now is the best, best time if you are. Finding yourself not knowing what to say or anything like that especially on your past clients it's the best time to call them up and be like look what is your current interest rate i'm just thinking of you because wow interest rates are super low and if you're up there now's the best time to try to refinance not only that another one that when the market supposedly hit zero the interest rate i got probably like 60 calls and we're like oh my god Juan, the interest rates at zero uh, what what do I need to do? And I'm like, no, calm down, calm down. I Had to educate people, and I said, mm. like, you know, that's not how it works. When the right. interest rate hits zero here, uh, believe it or not, our interest rate for the uh, real estate market crept. I was like, mm, that's not how it works. <laughs> so yeah, to explain the, to the difference between calls, the it, yeah. So that's something of value that you can call people, and and uh, if you have a good COI and a good database, you know who you sold the house two a year ago two years ago three years ago and you you know four years ago five years ago and you just hey just curious what's your interest rate okay cool because they did come down or hey did you have any questions on the interest rate because i know a lot of people are getting confused with zero interest right now
0: like i said these are these probably partially brainstorming sessions for everybody watching we're going to get into topics and ideas that have never been talked about before because they've never needed to and so we're going to discover things just on the fly that you can use and help yourself get on the phone, get into action, and be of service and value. And I think this is one of those right now. And so uh, let's let's play with this for a second, Juan. Um, yeah, sure, let's I, I, I think right now that one little bit of information could give agents a week's worth of work right then and there to get on the phone, get right, hang up what you're watching us do, and you can go take that line, educate yourself on the difference between. Uh, I think federal funds rate and a mortgage rate. And I'm sure if you Google that, you'd become the expert for the moment in that area that allows you to get on the phone with competence and confidence to then become a source of value for your sphere of influence. And I'd like to say, maybe this is a rare opportunity where you might even want to apply this to uh, expired and Fisbo leads. They own their house, they might be selling, but they might be thinking of staying, right? And not to run contrary to getting people to stay sell, right. but you can be of service and create a contact, saying, hey, I don't know what your future plans are. Things are really crazy right now. I know you're trying to listen. You're trying to sell. Let's just talk about something else right now. And I don't know if you know, but interest rates reached this. And that way you can even start to develop a relationship with expireds who their plans may have changed, right? Fizbo's, their plans may change, but right. at least you've created um, and so I'm just throwing out there as an option. Is that even a feasible thing to think about and share?
1: I think it is. Okay. Can you hear me again? Am I cutting yeah, out? Yeah, I just—I
0: think uh, you know right away. I just wanted. Nope, I'm hearing you. Hearing you perfectly.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, so, yeah, I'm just trying to come up with some action points, and so at the end of this, or in the middle of this, anybody watching can at least grab one solid thing that they can do right now like I said, to be of value and service to their market. And I think you just dropped a huge one, which is at least for sphere of influence and past customers, friends, family, through geo leads is one of those tools, just listed, just sold type marketing, uh, prospecting. Um, Be a really great script.
1: So yeah, I, I mean, especially in this time, there's really no scripts. Just make your own, you know, just talk to people. I, I mean, again, uh, if you wanted to do a role play, I'll kind of just how I talk to people, you know, and, and um, I, I, I don't know how people role play in practice, but if you do role play, uh, I, I role play every morning. Um, I go over stuff in my head and I, the best time to do it, honestly, <laughs> is when I'm in the shower, I, 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 I think, and I talk and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I know what I'm going to say. So that morning I pick a topic or I pick something and I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? This is something if I get off track, I can bring them back to what my main focus was. And my main focus, and I, I want to put this for everybody when you're cold calling, the main important purpose of cold calling is to set the appointment, not try to list, not try to sell, not try to do anything except for to get face-to-face with them. That's my goal. That's yeah. how I do business. So if you're doing anything besides that, you're, you're wasting your time. Because if you try to sell me over the phone, I, I don't want to be sold over the phone. If you're trying to list my home over the phone, I, I'm not I'm not going to do it. My whole, My whole thing is, Hey, I just want to come talk to you. And what, nine out of 10 times, I get the deal because I come talk to them. And I'm not trying to sell them anything. I'm not trying to list their home. I'm not trying to do anything, but just to have a conversation with them.
0: You know, let's jump into those uh, sample examples we talked about. Let's pick um, what what lead types do you work? And let's go through uh, an example of each one of those um, based on an actual conversation you've had recently. And so um, sure. it, what-
1: uh, we'll start with the for sale by owner.
0: Okay, let's do it for sale by own. Let me let me hear what it sounds like. What that call sounded like.
1: Cool. Um, ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is this Jeff? Yes. Hi, Jeff. This is Juan Romero with 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 Realty Executives. Do you have a minute? Uh sure do. Hey, listen, I'm calling you about one, two, three Banana Street. When's a good time for me to come by and take a look at this?
0: why don't you jump in and actually say what they said and tell us from the story point of view that way because i don't know oh, okay. i don't uh, yeah yeah why don't you do it that well, way
1: you can you, you can say whatever you want i mean like i said i guess i'm experienced to where i can I go i can probably overcome whatever you got so if you want to throw something at yeah
0: me, yeah I'm, I'm i'm not trying to invent oh, ob- objections i actually okay. want to hear what that person said or you know pick one of those conversations that stand stands out and just tell okay. us and walk us through it
1: okay so this morning the engineer at home okay so he was yep. he was thrilled that I called him um a- again I guess that conversation went down a little differently uh I, I couldn't even tell you it has so much happened since then I'm focused on, on this stuff over here but the what but the, yeah. the gist of it is that uh he was happy that I called uh he was thrilled that I wanted to go still see the property even in these conditions um again you know I asked him if he was home, if, he, if they. Gave He said he was an engineer and that he worked from home anyway. He can do most of his stuff at home. And I said, you know what? A majority of people that I know can still do work at home. So it was just a conversation that I would have. He was my buddy from high school. You know, like, hey, how you Hmm. doing? So it wasn't nothing threatening, nothing like I'm not trying to sell him, nothing. I was just trying to set the appointment to go look at the house. And he was like, sure, buddy, go ahead. I mean, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm open for that. Um, I wasn't, did did you qualify
0: him in the, in the normal certain way? I know you said you didn't try to force anything, but
1: no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't do any of that. And like I said, I'm different than everybody else. All I try to do is set the appointment. And then once I set the appointment, then I start doing the qualifications. Okay. Then I start going, okay. All right. Hey man, how long have you tried to sell this home on your own? Uh, cool. Where'd you come up with the price? Now I'm just trying to get some information from him, but I'm there in front of him. So it's a little harder than it is on the phone you can be easily dismissed on the phone.
0: Okay. And so you got so, that appointment set?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a vacant home. And he was like, yeah, sure. You know, um, you can come see it whenever you want.
0: Uh, so vacant. Do you think there's anything special about working vacant homes in this market in this moment right now?
1: Uh, I think it's a little bit more... I think it's easier because people are like, eh, you know, you're not coming to my home home where I live. Yeah. We're actually meeting. And it, it, so there's really... I don't think there's anybody in their coughing and you know carrying a virus in a vacant home. Maybe, maybe they can't, but I think it's a little on a smaller scale than somebody yeah. living living in their home. And they're they're more ac- acceptable for you to come over than my personal residence. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, I, that that's actually sure. highlighting an opportunity. Part of what we're trying to discover here is stability and opportunity. And so it was a vacant home listed yep. for sale by owner.
1: Correct. And again, All I wasn't right. trying to list it. I'm not trying to push. I'm not trying to do any of this stuff. All I'm doing is setting the appointment so I can get in front of him. And then once I get in front of them, they either love me or hate me. So,
0: was he, is he meeting you at the property? I imagine, or is it yeah, on like a, yes, okay. yes, yes. And so, what are some potential outcomes you see from this meeting?
1: Potential outcomes is um, I can tell you from the past ones that I've had. Yeah. Okay. So potential outcomes is uh, there might be some work that can be done. Uh, I know what to look for. You'll see like maybe a shoddy patch job on the wall, um, caulking on the baseboard, uh, baseboards that need to be clean. Uh, just, you know, what kind of flyers do you have? Do you have any web presence? There's so much that I go through that I start talking. And, and again, I don't throw it all at them at once. I walk around the house. I look at it. I ask them if I can take photographs of it. Most of them are like, yeah, sure. Yeah. What? I have a lot of buyers, and this might meet their needs. So what I want to do is I want to take some photographs. I'm going to lump this together. I'm going to see if it fits any of my buyers' needs. But I don't tell them any of that stuff over the phone. Hmm. Okay. I just feel that too many right. agents doing that. Too many. Too many people feel like they're lying. I mean, they're like, yeah, sure, you have a buyer, whatever, whatever. You know. And then they say, well, is your buyer coming with you? And then you're like, mm, if you don't really have a buyer obviously they're not coming with you.
0: Right. Uh, so let me ask in, the, in this moment in this market, uh, when you meet him, what are you going to say and do to get the listing?
1: Um, I, I play it by ear, like I said, every single night. So if I go there, I, I see how it is. I, I try to point out some stuff that I value that I have to offer. And if they see the value in that, then I'm like, you know what? What are you asking for this property? Hmm, cool um well, do you want to try a little bit more maybe put it on the market let's get some some good exposure on this prop i mean if it, properties are selling within a week so if we don't have your property sold a week i mean something's wrong right it's either price i mean price right now is the only thing driving our local market anyway i don't know about everybody else's but price is what's driving our market and
0: so given i mean i don't know how your market's responding to um, social distancing and self-quarantining, but will you change anything what you say to the sale by owner? Especially, you know, is he going to believe that homes are still selling in a week or is that something that you normally say and, you know, you might ad- adapt? Oh,
1: well, so far so good. Um, this weekend, this this past weekend, yep. I wrote up two offers. Um, I This is one thing that, I, I'll mention this, I don't know if it's going on in other markets or not. Uh, agents are asking for, Of 48-hour response times. And Mm -hmm. I hate that. So what happened? I was the first one with my clients. We went and looked at it. We put an offer right away. I gave them a deadline by five o'clock. They came back to me and said, sorry, I need two business days. Um, I says, I I understand that, but unfortunately, you have plenty of time for other offers to come in. If that's the case, would you please present my offer first? Because I was first in line. And then, if we can't negotiate a deal, move on to the second offer. Okay. And and that didn't happen. I lost both properties and uh, for multiple offer situation. And I wrote the best possible offer we possibly could, and I let them know that because we were trying to get this under contract. And then, you know, my buyers kind of got mad and said, "We went out there. We rushed out there. We saw this property, and we put in an offer right away. And then." we didn't get a fair opportunity to get this, get this home. So uh, they're still selling. I guess my point is they're still selling within a week in our, in our local market.
0: Wow. Are there any special contingencies being written into contracts? Um, no, our, our expectation.
1: There's, no, there's no contingencies. In our. I mean, if someone had a house to sell on a contingency and to buy this one, I mean, those are no longer, those are no longer. Uh, I mean, those were years ago. Nothing. Nothing recently on that.
0: Are you using any language around, let's say, potential changes in pricing? So, if you watch the news, you know, for better or for worse, truth or exacerbation. Um, you know, people are talking about potential uh, recessions and depressions and challenges in the economy. And so, are there any? Is there any thoughts or language that you've considered or talked about? with buyers or sellers that would um, ethically help them make decisions in movement?
1: No, sir. Not, I mean that, not, not in our local market. No, none of that. I'm not experiencing any of that at all. Okay. Maybe in the bigger imagine- markets, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe California, maybe New York, I have no clue, but in our market with nothing. So like
0: no that. one's really talking about that right now. No, sir. So turning on the news might actually give you a false representation. Turning on the national news will give you a false representation of what's happening in your local market. That seems like kind of a nugget to pull out of that.
1: That is for sure. And I tell it to everybody. What's happening in New York or in California does not impact our area. I mean, that our area you definitely have to know our area i mean i mean most people don't even know new mexico is a state <laughs> i hate to say that but and when i go back east i go somewhere they're like you're from where <laughs> so albuquerque so, uh, yeah albuquerque New well mexico. if you
0: watched uh breaking bad i think you know
1: there you go um right yeah that put us on the map some years back yes so that's good what a great tv show um, let's spend
0: a little bit more time walking through some of the lead types that you call and some of the recent conversations you've had. I feel like that could be some of the most important stuff. Agents who do work expired, do work their sphere, do work other lead types. Uh, we actually have just for people who don't know, um, a lead type called for rent by owners, which are essentially vacant rent, vacant rental properties. Uh, is that the lead type that you're using or is it the, or is it the FISBO service?
1: The FSBO service, service, okay. um, and then just my local farming areas. And like I told you, for for my uh, open houses, uh, just sold, just listed postcards. I do I, I use Reddix for all of that. So I have not tapped into that. And the only reason why is this: again, you want to find yourself four or five lead sources and stick with those religiously. Uh, if you start trying to do more and more and more you get overwhelmed and then you don't really become good at it does that make sense i mean absolutely there's so many different avenues out there i tell this to everybody i love real estate there's so many different avenues out there but um it's like sports you know you got baseball and football they're both sports but they're not the same they're totally totally different and and uh that's why i love real estate because you can do so many different avenues if you get bored I
0: remember when Michael Jordan switched at the end of his career in basketball to try playing baseball. He was the best in basketball, but not the best in baseball.
1: Right. See, I mean, it's sports, right? But totally different. So that's what I try to get at. I, I don't try to do too much. I try to just be good, stay with the things that I like and that I'm good at and try to master those and then move forward. Because there's a ton of opportunity uh, to, to do just those little things. You don't have to try to do them all. You know, We've got a couple of questions coming in. I still want to jump
0: into uh, the, the different lead type uh, conversations you've had, but I think uh, this is kind of a fun one. We've got one that says, so you're working on a rental property right now. How many of those do you have, manage or own, and how do you balance
1: all that with your prospecting? Good question. I got 21 rental properties. Um, I do not manage them, but when big things come up then service projects exactly because if uh if i was to pay so-and-so right now who shut down and has an emergency line to come fix a water line oh man that's a lot of money but uh a couple might of guys have, might dis-
0: have to sell a rental property just to get that fixed.
1: <laughs> exactly exactly but a couple of guys who are home not doing anything um in this in this economy right now and it, it, what we're going through uh is, is going to be a lot cheaper than than uh than having someone come out and do it, you know?
0: Cool. That's a little, little good backstory to uh, to why you're out there and what you're doing right now. Um, yeah. So let's wrap things up. We're getting close to the end of our time. We try to stick to an hour one because you're busy actually quick? trying to get things done. Uh,
1: yeah, that's I, it. That's I, I for, love, I, for right now. Yeah. Cause I love, I love to try to give as much knowledge as I possibly can to people, you know, and things that I'm doing that again. Um, I, I know I didn't say this in the beginning or whatnot, but I have a team. Um, I have – my staff is in the clouds, so I have uh, ISAs, everything in the Philippines. So I have five Mm -hmm. people that work for me there. I have uh, four agents on the ground here, boots on the ground, and uh, a little bit about me. I personally try to do over 100 transactions a year, me personally, and then with my team and stuff, we try to to do more than that. So um, I I love what I do. I, I think I'm good at it. And I enjoy it. That's one thing is I definitely, definitely, definitely enjoy it.
0: I mean, you've got 21 rental properties. You're out there hustling. Uh, that's why we invited you on here today because I don't think you'd be doing this if you hated it.
1: No, not by any means. If I hated this, I, I would not be doing it. I'd be looking, looking for another job. Does, does it get hectic at times? Yes. But sometimes I think I want to take a job at Walmart and go stack cereal and just be able to clock in at uh, – yeah, five o'clock in the morning and leave at 12 noon, whatever. Yes. Uh, so, so for instance, last night I had a, a lady, one of the ladies that I went to for the house this morning, text me at 3am. I just so happened to be up. I woke up at two 30, Don't know why at 3am she texts me. I was like, what? I text her back and she goes, Oh my God, you're up. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't sleep. She's like me neither. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I talked to her and I'll call you later. I'm going to try to go back to bed and then I'll wake up and I'll try to do some stuff for you. But, you know, real estate doesn't have, I guess what I'm getting at is we don't have a nine to five job. It's whenever we're available. Sure. And, and, and I'm, I make myself available. I I try to tell that to people, make yourself available.
0: I love it. Why don't you kind of wrap up with us right now? Let's pick the best, call that you've had in the last couple of days around uh it doesn't matter whether it's expired FISBO, sphere of influence just to kind of give everybody uh, a lasting sample and example of what they can say and do when they get off of this to make some deals make some movement make some appointments happen
1: uh first and foremost if you're not on google on google maps and you're not doing your google reviews i tell everybody they need to do that they need to get onto google maps and pinpoint themselves at their office, put your information out there, let them know who you are, let all your clients come in and give you reviews. I have gotten so much business from that. And so just last month. Okay. So I, didn't know you said today or yesterday, whatever, but this was one that's very, very awesome because it doesn't cost much, but your time and your client's time to leave a review. I got a lady that was from California, her mother passed away. She came out here with a house full of stuff that needed to be uh, dealt with. She was very, very overwhelmed, and I saw that with her. So um, just talking to her, she, I was the first agent. She was going to interview three. Um, I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I asked those questions. Um, going through the house with her, I says, wow, how long do you plan on staying here? And she goes, well, I don't know. I'm probably going to be here a week, two weeks. And I was looking at her, and I knew she was sad. And, and she told me she was sad because she missed her family, and she wanted to get back home. So well, I know you haven't hired me for the job yet, but can I please give you some help? Can I can I please give you some numbers to Goodwill to come pick all this up for you what you don't want? Uh, well, I have a, I have a guy I can give you a name and number for a painter. I have a you know, a flooring guy and she goes, "Are you serious?" and I says, "Yeah." I says, "Look, I know I don't have the job, but I want to help you. I want you to get back home to your family." So by the by the time I left out the door, she said, I'm not, I'm, I'm canceling the other interviews. You got my business and she found me through Google. So my point of the Mm. story is she found me through Google. She was from California. She read my reviews and she said, you have a hundred and some reviews. All of them are five star and people only have nothing but good things to say about you. And I says, she became one of those people too, to leave me a review. So, and I says, look, this is all I ask. Give me your honest, you know, your honest, honest, honest review of what your experience was with me so that other people can learn from that. See who Juan mm-hmm. Romero is. So, uh, to me, that, that lady was home in two days versus two weeks just by, again, Google. So I, I don't know if that helps or whatever, but I wanted to leave you that know, with everybody. Cause I, I really,
0: really liked that. Um, I made a note to talk with my team about as we do more and more of these videos, we're going to get more and more tactics and tips and for us to put together essentially a playbook of things that everybody can download. And uh, you gave me one idea for that playbook just right now. And so I'm going to take a stab at kind of wrapping that concept up so those who are watching live right now can go do something with it. And those in the future who get the playbook, um, at least we took a stab at putting it into words. And so I feel like if you have uh, the time, which I think a lot of us do, um, Google Reviews, is a place that has gener- generated incoming, inbound, warm leads or opportunities. And from people have called you. So that's the frame. Now, how does someone replicate your results, right? Oh, I don't have any reviews or, you know, I, you, right. How do you, I don't have any reviews. I don't have any presence. And so uh, I'm gonna, I'm, let, let me take a stab and I'll, and I'll jump to you in a second is I feel like you could use your sphere of influence, right, to get on the phone, Here's a script. Let's invent a script right now. It's called the Google review script for inbound leads in in desperate times or hard times or challenging times or uncertain times. And then pick up the phone and say something like, hi, you know, it's Justin. You know, it's been a while since we talked and, you know, hope you're doing well. Use your comfort script and say, you know, I'm really trying to stay busy and in business. And I could really use your help right now to, you know, everybody's trying to help everybody. And I think asking for help, could you go to Google and leave me a review? right? And you could run the Google review campaign. Here's the link. I'm going to send you an email. And then I follow up with you in a couple of days or weeks just to check on to see how you're doing. Now you've created an open loop. You've created a result for yourself. Now I call it results in time and overtime. results in time and then overtime, And just do that for a week, right? And if you have a past fear of influence or friends and family, no matter how big or small, at least you can get the ball going and get something growing. What do you think about that?
1: And I want to add, Anybody else that you currently work with what would you accountants, add? accountants, um, you know, plumbers, electricians, everybody who you do business with who knew who you are, can be a review. You don't necessarily have to sell them a house, but they can they can they can leave you a review based on your character. Like, oh yeah, Juan's an upstanding guy. Hmm. You know what? Great dude. It doesn't have to be about selling a ah. home. Um, it can be based off your character. I you love know, that. The, the review is review and it's how you are. Uh, and that's what I tell people. So look, look, look. You, you know, my 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 uh, my attorney left me a review. He's like Juan's a great guy. You know, always pays his bill on time. What, you know, whatever. But uh, you know, you can ask anybody for a review. He's and involved in way less
0: lawsuits than everybody else.
1: <laughs> exactly. I wish he gave me more work. You know, I mean, but but a review is a review, and it just shows other people the type of person you are and who they're dealing with. It just doesn't necessarily, you know, you sell them a house.
0: I love it. I feel like that's such a strong place for us to wrap up on. Uh, you've given me, and I think a lot of people else watching this, more clarity in what they can say and do right now to stay busy in business, get business, uh, be productive and of value in these times. And so, Juan, I really want to say thank you for stopping in the middle of a water line break in the middle <laughs> of a, a, a plumbing excavation to, to, to pop on here. You know, you raised your hand. You said, hi, I know I can help. And uh, you certainly have. And I just want to, uh, I'm going to send you a little gift in the mail. I think there's something perfect I share with a lot of people. I'm going to send it from uh, here at Red X. And then also, um, anybody who's watching or listening, if you're out there, you're active, you're busy, you're generating appointments, listings, uh, writing offers, uh, write into us, chat into us, however you see us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, on our webpage. Uh, if you get a Emails reply back. We'd love to have you as one of our guests. Uh, we're trying to keep the positivity and momentum going, uh, so agents can stay in business and of value. So when this whole thing does come to an end, because at some point it will, it will get better. Uh, we're all in better places uh, for it. And so Juan, again, thanks for jumping in on this with us. Thanks for really having me. Really and, appreciate
1: it. And, and before I, I want to leave my phone number. If anybody has any questions, if I can help in any way, text me five zero five three one nine nine nine. Nine, nine. Easy number.
0: We'll get that up on our website. So anybody comes to watch this afterwards can just see your number and dial right away.
1: Awesome. Thanks guys. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thanks everybody. I'm Justin Zimmerman. Stay tuned for our next episode tomorrow. We're going to be featuring actually live prospecting sessions and a guest speaker, uh, Bernice Ross, who's the founder and owner of realestatecoach.com. We're going to be bringing you more and more action and activity that you can use in your business right now to stay busy and productive. Uh, This is the Stability and Opportunity Summit Series for a reason. Uh, I just want to thank everybody at Red X who's working remote trying to keep this whole thing going together. Uh, if you're if you're a customer and you need support we're open six to six uh, best thing to do if you need an immediate response is to log into vortex, use chat, send us a message. we'll get back to you over the phone. we'll connect with you every every way we have available uh, but what we're asking right away is just to use chat and uh, continue to follow this series uh, like us on Facebook. Go to our Facebook business page. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe and like notifications. So that way, when we go live, you'll get the little pop-up notification to join and see us here. And I think even more valuable is that if you go to the redx.com forward slash blog, look for the pop-up. Up to join the content series you get email updates every time we get a new session going and any extra content like the playbooks we talked about when we get those produced you'll be one of the first people to receive them so uh signing off for today i'm justin zimmerman here at red x have a great day stay safe stay positive stay clean